The Big Fight Weekend Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network of Shows is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now. Visit winbet.com, W-Y-N-N-Bet.com, and start winning today. We're also brought to you in part by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use the promo code SGP for your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. And we're also brought to you in part by SoBet. Sign up and bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io. That's SoBet.io. We're also brought to you in part by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on head-to-head matchups. Download that app today or just head to bettorfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's B-E-T-T-O-R fantasy.com slash SGPN. And we're also brought to you in part by the SGPN app. Just enter SGPN in the App Store or the Google Play Store to download it today. The countdown is on to fight time. This is Big Fight Weekend. Now, here is your host, TJ Reeves. Well, hello there, welcome in, and Happy New Year. We are ready to go one more time in 2021 on the Big Fight Weekend podcast as we close out this year, this COVID-19 crazy year for all of sports all over the globe, and especially with boxing. We were able to return to some normalcy, some fans. How long we hang on to that in 2022, who knows? But for right now, we hung on to it for 2021. We're doing the best that we can. So in any event, I am the somewhat lucid, somewhat competent host. He is the senior writer, BigFightWeekend.com, Marquise Johns. Back aboard. You've put up with me for another year. We're coming to the end. How are you? Pretty good, TJ. Just wait to close the year out uh, with hopefully a a start of some interesting boxing, hopefully for 2022. But this has been a fun year, and thankfully, uh, it's somewhat over. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's all but over here as we come your way. Uh, we've got a special guest joining us here in just a second to help uh, go over fight of the year, fighter of the year, knockout of the year, all of those things. Yes, we are doing all those things, Mar- Marquise. We are those guys here on the podcast yes. for the guys and gals. We are doing that here today. And we do have a PBC on Fox uh, fight card and pay-per-view coming on Saturday night to also talk about on New Year's night as if there isn't enough going on already uh, with New Year's and football, et cetera. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Reminder, however you found us, one more promo reminder uh, through the Sports Gambling Podcast Network of Shows, sportsgamblingpodcast.com, social media link. Always, always follow or subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get a podcast, search Big Fight Weekend. Find us. Find us through the website as well, bigfightweekend.com. Easiest way to get us in the preview mode is if you subscribe, usually out on Friday. Friday just happens to be New Year's Eve afternoon, in this case, as we get ready for the fights. Without further delay, we love this man's insight from NewYorkFights.com. Abe Gonzalez back with us. I don't know what we did to deserve the uh, the generosity of Abe to come back on here and give us some insight <laughs> right before New Year's. Uh, my friend, Semper Fi, good to have you uh, back aboard on the Big Fight Weekend podcast, Abe. Hey, TJ, I appreciate you for having me. And um, to answer your question, yesterday's price 
is not today's price. Let's go. <laughs> we will double what we've been paying you in the past. Look for that in the mail uh, to come on the podcast. Um, okay, boys, let's let's get right into it. We, we did not rehearse this. I'm curious if we're going to deviate. We may have some of the same stuff. If I say fighter of the year, uh, Abe, you're our guest. We'll go to you first. Fighter of the year, you would say immediately back to me for 2021? Saul Cano Alvarez. It's as simple as that. I mean, it's not his fault that the champs were, you know, subpar guys. He did what he said he was going to go do, and that's collect all the belts at 168. He did that. I'm not going to uh, say like uh, some of the other outlets, oh, he fought four times this year. No, he fought three times. Got it. But in those three times, he made it made it happen, and he's the undisputed 168 uh, champion, super middleweight. Um, my my hats and all credit to him. Marquise Johns, do you concur? Not only uh, TJ, I concur and agree with Abe on that. Is with Canelo being fired the year, it, it, it's a it's a testament to how great TJ and Abe, how great of a fighter Canelo really is. He's becoming fighter of the year, guys. In a year, he had three fights, and one of them involved Anvi Yildirim. That's all you need to say about this in, in terms of undisputed. So, for me, it's Canelo, and it's everybody else. He had the big uh, win, obviously, in Texas over Billy Joe Saunders uh, in front of 63,000-plus, yeah. uh, 65,000-plus, whatever it was. They broke the all-time indoor attendance record in North America for a boxing match, um, and it may even be worldwide uh, with that crowd. And then he followed it up with the win over Caleb Plant, Plant. Uh, to unify, uh, to, to get the Undisputed Championship, getting the final belt, the IBF belt. There, I, Guys, just one more time, you're in agreement, I'm in agreement. There's no other a championship fighter that defended and or fought three times anyway in 2021, much less had three knockouts, right? Abe, that's the point. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, there's some guys that have significant wins, but, you know, Canelo Alvarez fought three times. He's the biggest star of the sport. He did it in, in the way Canelo Alvarez can only do it, which is in huge fashion. Every, you know, everyone in Latin America was tuned in to all of his fights. So, and forget what Steven Espinosa said about in America that uh, Mexican Americans uh, thought he was retired three years ago. That's that's all. That's ludicrous. That's, oh, that's crazy talk. That's oh. crazy talk. But I'm here to tell you, Canelo Alvarez, biggest star of the sport, and he deserves it hands down. Uh, Marquise Johns, we've been discussing this, the potential move yeah. up to cruiserweight for him. Uh, which again, it, it, it seems as though that's what he's intending on doing uh, to fight Junior Makabu at some point next year. You still buying that, Marquise, for Canelo Alvarez, that that's the next challenge, the next frontier? Uh, not really, but the because it involves TJ and Abe. It involves Canelo going to see this fight with Don King being promoted, mind you, for this cruiserweight championship in Warren, Ohio in February. I don't think the fight even gets off the ground, to be honest with you, let alone actually happens. But we'll see if that actually shows up, because I'm all for that circus, TJ. We're flying to Warren, Ohio, guys. But uh, nonetheless, if that, if that, that nonsense happens, but I don't think it's going to be the case. I, I think, honestly, it, we, we do know about, realize, guys, why Canelo only wants this one fight deal, because... We all, everyone knows that this, if there was a two-fight deal with PBC, that second fight was David Benavides. That's all but a lock written in chiseled in stone here. And that fight clearly isn't happening yet either. So we'll see what happens with Canelo. But what, so he's dodging point, something. Sure, yeah. on that point, Abe, what do you think? Maybe you disagree. Maybe you think he is going to fight Makabu next as a cruiserweight. But if not, what do you think Canelo does next as the next move real quick? Uh, Makabu is the, uh, the first domino in this whole thing. 
Canelo's a smart guy. He wants to know what it feels like in the ring for the, you know, for real to fight a bigger guy because the next step is the better BF fight. You better believe that better BF is the next guy, you know? So he, he wants to know what that feels like. And I think that this is um, the, the least path of resistance sort of thing towards that. Um, and I think it does happen uh, with Makabu. We're talking about Don King here. This is the same guy that had, you know, Muhammad Ali and George Foreman in a former country, uh, not knowing if he was going to be able to pay everybody. You know, <laughs> do not count out Don King. He is, what, 90 years old, but the guy is still sharp as a tack. Amazing. Um, all right, just one more on this subject. I hear it in Abe's voice, Marquise, that he believes mm -hmm. it's going to be a light heavyweight fight with better B. Have we seen the last of Canelo at 168 in the year 2021? Is he not going to defend anymore and just try to be a, a light heavyweight at that point? Both of you speculate. Marquise, you first. Well, to speculate what you think, I think he's chasing history at this point. And if he does go to another weight class, i.e. cruiserweight, he would be, become the first Mexican history to have like five weight classes of, of titles. So I, I do believe that the weight jump is moving up. I do also believe at some point better be down the line. I just know well, one thing for certain guys. He has, he has no interest in David Benavides. And that's, to, to Benavides' defense, uh, that, that kind of, should, kind of may, may have sailed on his part one way or another because he, he lost the belt twice already. But that's where we are with this. But I really do think he knows going to move up. All right. Uh, Abe, one more time here on the Big Fight Weekend podcast. Have we maybe seen the last of Canelo at super middleweight real quick? I believe so. I think that this move will lead to, you know, the alphabets, uh, alphabet belts being um, dismantled per se. Uh, and um, all the, the Thanos uh, rhinestones will be once again in different <laughs> locations. So uh, I think 168 is going to be up for grabs in 2021. I mean, I'm sorry, in 2022. Uh, and we might even get Plant versus Benavides. Maybe. And yeah. some others that may step in there. Gennady Golovkin could be involved. Who knows what happens with that? Let's move along for kind of end of the year stuff. So if Canelo is the fighter of the year, who uh, who, who had the fight of the year, in your opinions? Marquise, I'll go to you first, senior writer, bigfightweekend.com. Marquise Johns, the fight of the year was what in your mind, 2021? For me, TJ, it's easy, and I'm biased because I was there for it. It's Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder three, but I can see the argument that everyone's been making, and it's in this starting to. In, you're going to appreciate this. this. This is starting to like the old football analogy back when the old NFL draft days, when they had the choice between Eli Manning and Drew Brees. You can't go wrong with either pick between Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury, or Play and B, which I think a lot of people I'm seeing. And we had Steve Kim on a couple of weeks ago. He, he mentioned Chocolatito Estrada too. That's a lot of people's pick for one reason or another. For me, it's this. Fury Wilder three. five knockdowns in a heavyweight fight. You don't get any better than that. Yeah, we waited a long time for it, and there certainly was a lot of drama. Abe, agree or disagree? Fury Wilder fight of the year. I disagree. It's Roman Chocolatito Gonzalez and Juan Francisco Estrada too. Mm -hmm. These guys, and I mentioned it before, these guys uh, performed a master class in the ring, live for us to absorb. You don't get any better than that. Two future Hall of Famers doing it at the highest level. It was it was a uh, poetry in motion. I will break the tie by agreeing with Marquise. Mark this day down on the final day of 2021. <laughs> 
I don't know how you go wrong. I'm not saying Chocolatito Estrada wasn't entertaining and a lot of action and a lot of excitement, yeah. but the heavyweights just generate something else. And when both guys are down, which they both were early in the fight, there were some get out of your seat moments, not only in the arena, yeah. but wherever you were watching the fight. So I'm going to go with, with uh, fight of the year being that one as we percolate along with Abe Gonzalez of NewYorkFights.com and Marquise Johns from the site BigFightWeekend.com. I'm merely TJ Reeves. Uh, okay, so we kind of had a little disagreement there on fight of the year. Let's see if we have some kind of consensus on knockout of the year. Abe, you go first here in the batting order. We, we put an article out on our site that the Oscar Valdez knockout with that straight left of Miguel Burchelt all the way back in February – uh, for the junior lightweight title, dropped him face first uh, to capture that belt. Is it the Fury final knockdown and knockout of, of uh, Deontay Wilder where he went face first? Is it maybe even Jake Paul's sledgehammer right on Tyron Woodley? I know that's not everyday fighters. That's a YouTuber, MMA guys, et cetera, but still was a brutal knockout. Or is it something else? Abe, what would you go with for knockout of 2021 and why? My knockout of the year was Gabe Rosado of Beck the Bully. The bully. He, okay. he nearly, I mean, he, he one punch laser, perfectly timed knockout. It doesn't get any better than that. Um, Beck, he, you know, he, he let his guard down. He was really predictable. And Gabe landed a missile down the middle. And and he and Beck the Bully was just laid out completely. This is a guy that was supposed to fight for a title soon. And Gabe Rosado being the gatekeeper he is, um, as much as he may not want to, you know, consider himself that, uh, he handled back the bully and showed him that he's probably got a long way to go before he starts thinking about a title shot. Good stuff, Marquise. I think you're going to disagree with that. What would you say is knockout of 2021? That was a fun knockout with Beck the Bully because uh, he ran into it and Gabe Rosado absolutely destroyed him on that. And that guy has been the same since. But my knockout, honestly, still TJ is from February. It's the Oscar Valdez, Miguel Burchelt. And the big thing is there's a photo and there's a still of it, courtesy of Mikey Williams, of, of Burchelt having his face, you know, his chin straight out when, when Valdez hits him. That's why that picture's all over the place. That's why that's not going to be the year. And Valdez uh, scored that KO, of course, ran into controversy yeah. himself later in the year i was in attendance a couple of weeks ago emily arena for that jake paul thunderous knockout of tyron woodley and again i realize we we do more of the straight ahead traditional boxing i mean it certainly was a fight it was an atmosphere and that was a booming i mean there's no disputing jake paul has got some dynamite in that right hand now let's see it against boxers i get that yeah. honestly i got to go back to fury wilder and the knockout uh, leave no doubt knockout, if you will, that Tyson Fury scored because, uh, again, in his mind, his camp, his fans, he dominated fight number two, whether Wilder and his camp are, are disputing whether uh, Mark Breland should have stopped the fight or not. There's no disputing how fight three ended. It ended with Timber, Abe and Marquise from Deontay Wilder as he got dropped once and for all. And I don't know that he's ever going to be back on the big stage. So it's a three-way split. On the three knockouts, Abe's got Gabe Rosado. Marquise has got Oscar Valdez. I've got Tyson Fury for knockout of the year. Good stuff um, on that. Uh, by the way, uh, let's just have fun with uh, with Gabe looking into the crystal ball. What what does Tyson Fury do next? Who is the next fight with? Is he going to finally agree to fight Dillian White? Is he really going to go along with this silliness of a non-title fight against somebody else while they meet out the whole arbitration thing of Dillian White and the purse and all of that? 
What is your uh, assessment, Abe, as we sit here at the end of 2021? I think the Tyson Fury non-title situation is being pushed for the fact that that is his last fight on top rank as far as his contract is concerned. So my thinking is he gets this quote-unquote non-title fight against whoever, and then that sets him up for the big one to fight Joshua Usyk, and he has the ability to pretty much go with the highest bidder, right, and and get that that huge mega, mega payday. Uh, I haven't heard no uh, discussion about a top rank extension of anything. So I think Tyson Fury is trying to get this one and done. I mean, this last con- this last fight out of his contract, and then he can move on uh, to see if he can get the biggest payday uh, for the Joshua or Usyk fight. So it's not going to be against Dillian White, no matter what. You think he gets bypassed again, I can tell by what you're saying. Yeah, I, I think I think Dillian White, um, he put himself in that position. And, you know, he to be honest with you, I don't even think I, I truly believe he don't even deserve a, a shot at the title, to be honest with you. Um, but the rankings are what they are and and the rules are what they are. So, you know, whatever. If he gets it or not, I'm not really going to care. But I don't I don't see him being in the ring with Tyson Fury in the first quarter. Marquise, follow up on that. You've said consistently you believe Haley's comment will be back around before Dillian White gets the shot at Tyson Fury, right? Yeah, and, and, and Abe, I got that name for you because I, I'm with you on this where I do believe it's going to be a non-title uh, opponent. That opponent's name, TJ, you know where I'm going with this. Ajit K. Abel, get used to it, guys. I'm convinced that this fight's happening. It mentioned this fight during the pandemic when, it, when they thought it was going to get out of this Wilder fight the third time. So I'm not, going, I'm not getting up that fence until I'm proven otherwise. They're on the same MTK label branding. So the fight's all but done. It's a matter of when they're going to fight and when they're off this, when it's done with already. <laughs> Kabayel, I believe is how you say it. He's a Kurdish yeah. German, uh, undefeated. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going to He's no better than Thomas Morris. TJ, you're being nice. Okay. We can move so on. We'll, we'll see what Tyson Fury uh, does next. Um, all right. Great stuff with all of this. Guys, stand by. We actually have a fight card this weekend. We're going to get to that. My Lord, it is a pay-per-view involving King Kong Ortiz on PBC, on Fox, and Fox Pay-Per-View. We're going to get to that coming up. Year-ender show here on the Big Fight Weekend Podcast. Stay with us. But first, we're brought to you in part by WinBet. If you're ready to win money and boost your odds, WinBet is here for you, and it's now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. They're bringing you the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play, exclusive rewards, everything right at your fingertips. Get all of the best plays for the college football wrapping up. The NFL obviously down the home stretch of the regular season and the playoffs coming up. They've got the NBA, the NHL, anything that you want with WinBet. And WinBet now has some brand new bonuses. Bet $5 to win $400 in the free bets contest that they have. That includes getting a VIP trip to Shaquille O'Neal's Fun House in Los Angeles. That's right. You bet $20 on WinBet's Build Your Own Bet feature, and you earn a chance to win a once-in-a-lifetime VIP experience for the big game. You and three guests get to go to Shaq's Fun House two nights at Win Las Vegas, a $5,000 free bet at Win uh, Las Vegas Sportsbook, and a $5,000 travel credit. All is part of this contest. They have great promos like this going on. 
And all you got to do is go to WinBet and their app, sign up and be able to do it. The odds, the payouts, it's all happening at WinBet. Boosted parlays, live in-game odds, every major sport, everything you need. Plus, if you sign up today, you'll get a risk-free $1,000 sports bet with WinBet. Go to WinBet.com, download the WinBet app, and again, take care of business. It's all happening with WinBet and the VIP trip to Shaq's Funhouse in L.A. for the big game is available. Find out more at WinBet.com and the WinBet app. And we're brought to you in part by TickPick with College Football's Championship Weekend behind us. The bowl season, though, is about to be here, and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the Internet for tickets to see your favorite teams play in their bowl game. That's because TickPick is the original no-fee ticket site. That's TickPick, TickPick.com or the TickPick mobile app. It's the only one you ever need to go for all of the games, whether you're talking about NCAA football, the NFL, concerts, the NBA, and more. Whether you're talking about the college football playoff semifinal games on New Year's Eve with Alabama now playing Cincinnati in the Cotton Bowl or in Miami, they're going to have Georgia and Michigan face off. Tick Pick has got all of the best ticket prices, and they don't have the service fees that all the others have. Plus, if you're looking to go out to the Rose Bowl for Ohio State and Utah on New Year's afternoon, or if you're also looking at that Sugar Bowl on New Year's night between Ole Miss and Baylor with the upset win. TickPick guarantees all the best prices for all the college football tickets this bowl season. If you don't believe it and you can find a better price somewhere else, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference on your purchase price. Seek it out. Visit TickPick today. Go to TickPick.com SGP. That's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, TickPick.com SGP. Brought to you in part by SoBet. Since when is sports betting supposed to be so rigid? Sports betting is meant to be social. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches tossing bets around at a speakeasy. SoBet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBet is changing the game with their new product. Head over to SoBet.io and create an account and find out for yourself. Fully functioning, free web application. You can access a demo of their app that will launch next fall. That app includes consensus lines from Las Vegas, a feed of what other people are betting on, and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone you know via a text, a QR code, or links, among other methods. No money is transacted on the app, and it's purely competitive. Next time that you're going to be out with your friends watching sports, turn it up a notch. Go to SoBet.io and see who can hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off the Vegas odds or generate a bet by changing the metric if they want, as long as somebody's on the other side to accept it. Let's go back to the roots of betting with SoBet. Go to SoBet.io. That's SoBet.io and join the revolution. And we're brought to you in part by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. If you're not using PropSwap, you're just missing out. PropSwap is America's number one app to buy and sell those sports bets, and you can find the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other bettors. Use our promo code SGP, and your first deposit from PropSwap will be doubled up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. And if you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. Sellers across the country list their bets for sale and thousands of buyers visit PropSwap every day to find the best odds on futures, props, and parties.
parlays. The average prop swapper makes $500 a month just buying and selling sports bets through PropSwap. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or just download the app in the Google Play or the Apple Store. PropSwap, it's where America buys and sells sports bets. And we're brought to you by our friends at Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the matchups. You can cash out for gift cards when you hit your bets and even help raise money for charity along the way. It's a brand new company looking to grow their early adopter community. It's a slick app. It's fun to use. And one of the reasons we love it is it also offers prop betting. So if you're in a state that hasn't legalized gambling yet, you can get some prop bets going on Better Fantasy. Totally free to play. Download it now for iPhone or for Android and check them out online, betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. Again, spell better, B-E-T-T-O-R, fantasy.com slash S-G-P-N. And a reminder, the SGPN app is right there live now in the App Store and the Google Play Store. This app gives you easy access to all of our picks, all of our podcasts, everything in the content from the SGPN family of shows and everything that's going on on the app. Don't forget, give us an app review. Download the SGPN app today in the App Store and the Google Play Store. Look for us. It's the SGPN app. We're back on Big Fight Weekend. Now, here's your host, TJ Reeves. We are back in one more time, and one more time in 2021. Final show of the calendar year. We will be back, but it will be next year when we're back next week for 2022 on the Big Fight Weekend podcast. Again, Abe Gonzalez, gracious to be with us yet again. Abe did not get a better offer as of yet for New Year's Eve, so he's hanging with Marquise Johns on a podcast. Abe has got to step up the social game between now and midnight on Friday night, depending on when you're hearing us, and I think he will. He will deliver uh, on that front. Abe, thank you for doing that once again. He's back with us. You hear Marquise cackling in the background, senior writer, BigFightWeekend.com. You read both of these guys all the time. Abe on NewYorkFights.com, Marquise with our site, BigFightWeekend.com. I am happy to report that during that pause, we did not come to blows over knockout of the year because Abe was going to win. I, I, I would yeah. duck and cover and get out of the way, and so would Marquise. Abe would win if it came down to fisticuffs. If that is the case, maybe Abe would have the knockout of the year. In any, in any event, enough with the 2021 awards, and, and it's not going to take long. We have a pay-per-view fight card. Nobody laugh out in the audience. It is a pay-per-view offering from PBC on Fox. Luis King Kong Ortiz uh, will be in action uh, what Charles Martin, correct, is the opponent here. The obligatory question, because Abe is our guest. Why? Why is this on pay-per-view? Abe, Abe, help us out here on this. Uh, it looks like Fox extended their deal with the PBC for another year, I think it was. And so Fox's way of making their money back is to throw all these fights on pay-per-view. Uh, you know, so the, the cost, they keep the cost down on their end and you know, what, whatever they make off the pay-per-view, you know, whether it's a uh, 10,000 pay-per-views or whatever, you know, they hope that it'll be uh, more on the profit side for them. And uh, it looks like they're going to be running this all year. It's going to be pay-per-views every month. So get used to it, everyone. Sorry. And, and I know we, it's a good point. We had Steven Espinoza on saying this, and I, and I know a couple of others, Keith Eidek was on with us saying this, that this is going to be the short-term future right now. Of, of essentially for the fighters, 
it is going to be not so much a guarantee, but what do you draw as a pay-per-view entity, as a star, as somebody that can bring the fans in that will be paying customers here on this? You'll make more with that. We know Canelo Alvarez can make it. We know that Tyson Fury will make it uh, when he does. Uh, We believe that the likes of Errol Spence and the Charlo brothers will probably be able to make some for PBC. I just, are are these guys going to make very much at all on this Marquise what is your thought on the why why this is on pay-per-view I don't know why this is on pay-per-view to be honest with you TJ but we're stuck with it and the one problem I have with this being on pay-per-view TJ is that Saturday night is New Year's Eve New Year's night it's the biggest one of the biggest sports down on television history for the most part there's sports all over the place and Fox decided to put this behind a paywall just so he could show so I so I can hear your voice in a lone uh, 911 Lone Star reruns or whatever I have you so it's ridiculous and they're going to be doing this all year long and the, the bigger problem is guys and I'm realizing it now with Sean Porter retiring last year and Danny Garcia pretty much all but gone as well. A lot of these PBC guys that we've gone to know and love on these free Fox shows are all getting old and aged out and they're all cashing out. And that's what all these all pay-per-views are coming from. So it begins and we, it starts on my birthday, New Year's Eve with 41 year old air quotes, Luis Ortiz taking on the LeBron James of boxing, Charles Martin. <laughs> <laughs> you always refer to him as that. Uh, King Kong Ortiz, most known for the two fights with Deontay Wilder, where Wilder stopped him in the first and then absolutely destroyed him with a right hand in the second. But King Kong's got some knockouts uh, to his credit. Um, Abe, scale of one to ten on the on the level of interest here, is this a three and a half? Is it a five? What is the? I know you love the the sport, the sweet science, and we cover this. But be sincere here. How interested are you in this? Uh, I, I'm going to give it a five. Only because I love me some heavyweights, right? I, I love the heavyweight action because you don't know they're going to be throwing bombs. And that's about it. I mean, I'm not going to budge over a five. I'm like right in the middle. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Marquise, you're also checking the odds here. Uh, I'm curious from the, the win bet lines and the other lines that we're seeing, what do you have here for Ortiz in the main event that'll be on pay-per-view Saturday night? Rose Bowl will be concluding. The uh, the Sugar Bowl will be being played, and there's some other stuff going on as well. What do you have here, and what do we think I, for the odds? Well, the odds I have here, TJ, across the sports books, uh, they have Luis Ortiz, guys, surprisingly the favorite on this to beat Charles Martin, which, honestly, guys, I don't see that. For, maybe so, I think this is the time where this is Charles Martin's time to shine here, and you can probably get uh, Charles Martin, guys, at about 3-1 to one on most books plus money, and – if you, if you were to tell me, guys, at this point to, to bet on a fighter who I've only seen face fight 30 seconds in a bubble show over the last two years, or Charles Martin, I'm going with Charles Martin just by age. Because <laughs> Ortiz scored like a one-punch KO that wasn't even a great punch. Yeah, the guy, the, the, the guy, the guy kind of kind of fell dive-like. Well, I, let me let me let me back because that's that slander. He he fell after one punch to the shoulder that they had to review to make sure it wasn't a dive for the California <laughs> State of Flight Commission from Alexander Flores. <laughs> okay, it's and it's yeah. true. Go to the go to the videotape yeah. and take it's, a look at a- it. <laughs> Do we have a round prop here on an Ortiz possible knockout or not to make this juicy? And if not, what would you put it at, Marquise, for our sports they have- podcast friends? The over on under on this TJ I have on most of these books is seven rounds actually and uh, seven and a half and actually I think this fight goes at half seven actually I just think one way or another this main event's going to be boring and I think these guys are just going to just stall their way out. Keep in mind guys the last time Charles Martin fought was on that Tyson Fury Duncan Walter uh, the second fight and that fight went six rounds with Gerald Washington. I think Luis Ortiz is a little better than that so it's going to be a minute. 
Abe Gonzalez, do you think the over is the play here that it will, we will see a lot of rounds in the pay-per-view main event? You know, I'm going to, I'm going to take a leap of faith here and say, I'm going to go with the under. And the mm-hmm. reason when I say that is because Charles Martin hasn't fought in almost two years. Yeah. And so I think that, you know, that's going to have something to do with it. And if Luis, Luis Ortiz is going to take him out, he's going to take him out earlier than seven rounds. Interesting. All right. Hmm. King Kong, again, believed to be 41 years of age, may even be older than that. The Cuban, the Cuban born. We'll see uh, how this looks. What, what's on the undercard, Marquise, of value or of note? The one cup fight that I want to mention that was on the undercard. Uh, there's a Chris, there's a Christian Hammer sighting, guys. That's as a late replacement on this. I, I thought, I thought, I think that's kind of wacky. But the one other fight of interest under heavyweight wise that's on here is the rematch of Jonathan Rice and Michael Coffey. Michael Coffey, uh, TJ, in that first fight in New, in New, in, I want to say that was the fight that was in New Jersey. They got absolutely blitzed by Jonathan Rice, who came out of nowhere and pretty much fought the fight of his life because he didn't look anything like that against F.A. Jogba in, in a fight that no one wants to watch ever, ever again. So that fight is interesting with that, where I'm hoping to see what version of, of coffee we get on this, because he was the one that was being, during this pandemic, guys, being propped up from PBC, and then he got absolutely starched by Rice. So he's looking for revenge on this. And, and Abe, this is a good segue to you as a, as a fellow Marine. Uh, Coffee was shocked there. Johnny Rice put it together with the jabs. It seemed to be the fresher fighter. What are we looking for in the rematch on the undercard here? Um, I, I'm looking for Coffee to, to look a lot better. Um, you know, he's going to be, uh, I would say, he, he's going to go from Dunkin' Donuts to Starbucks, right? <laughs> I, th- I, think, I think we're going to get a Starbucks performance out of him. Because to be honest with you, he was probably embarrassed. I spoke to him prior to that fight, and he was going to have family and friends and all that because he, you know, he's from the Bronx area um, where I'm from as well. And so, and, uh, and you know, he's got family in Brooklyn and stuff. So everybody travels to see him fight, and he got absolutely embarrassed. So I think that, you know, he kind of humbled him a little bit, and we're going to see, um, you know, a, a nice uh, cafe latte version of coffee time. <laughs> of coffee time. I like how you worked that, that back in uh, for the Saturday night show. And again, that's going to be uh, the pay-per-view. Uh, we're almost done here on the Big Fight Weekend podcast with what we're recapping on. So we've got that fight card. Uh, you guys, we, we do make mention that midweek, we did hear from Keith one-time Thurman, who's from our area, Marquise. I'm still in the Tampa St. Pete Clearwater area. We should point out that Marquise willingly and voluntarily took a job. Uh, in Denver, Colorado, where the weekend temperature high is what in the Mile High City? Say again, Marquise, what is it? TJ, it's going to be in the thriving single digits of eight uh, this Saturday night. <laughs> Good luck with eight the Troy Aikman, uh, <laughs> Mark Brunel, Steve Young, Steve Young. Uh, daytime <laughs> high of eight uh, in Denver. But anyway, Thurman from the Tampa Bay area has been inactive for two and a half years. He's, he's meeting with the media this week. He will be on pay-per-view in the first week in February. Are, are we intrigued somewhat here? Thurman was saying the right things with the press conference midweek. What about I, it, I, think with, uh, I, I think with Thurman, there's a ton of interest. Uh, obviously, if he wins, there's a big fight in, on the horizon, whether with Spence or with Crawford. So uh, this is a, a huge fight for him. It, it'll be interesting because, you know, it, it's the Keith Thurman story is fascinating, right? This guy was one of the best welterweights out there. Then his inactivity 
his car accident injuries, whatever the case may be, he's been out of the ring, but he has this personality, character, voice that draws that that he's like a magnet. It he just draws people's attention. And you know, you got Mario Barrios going up in weight, you know, probably draining himself a little too much at, uh, to to make one forty. So it's it's almost uh, it's almost a perfect storm, and I'm very interested in this fight. We love Thurman, but again, instead of one time, it's been not enough of the time uh, or no time have we seen Keith Thurman uh, in two and a half years, Marquise. He's great on the mic and, and pushing and selling this. I, I just wonder after a two and a half year layoff what he looks like. That's that's the that's, other thing, right? That's the interest. That's the intrigue, TJ, and we saw what Manny Pacquiao looked like, and he didn't fought two and a half years either, and he got absolutely uh, destroyed by uh, or Dennis Uga. So it's, that's going to be fun to keep an eye out. But Berman said the right things yesterday, and him and Santa Cruz and Barrios on this media call yesterday said the right things, and for two reasons. One, because they kind of have to, because these guys are all coming off of losses, and this is a pay-per-view yep. next month in February. So you got you to do a little bit of you gotta sales pitch it a little bit. So that's problem one. Problem two is thing two is that the reason why I was actually looking forward to this the media call is because Keith Urban to this day, guys, is still one of the better talkers in the business. And usually with these media calls, as you all know, you get the same three questions. Training camp was great. Spoiler alert. They're looking forward to win. and They're not looking ahead of their opponent. You know, the usual cliches we hear over and over and over again. Keith Urban was on this pro, this media call speaking in third person like Ricky Henderson mentioned Macho Man Randy Savage promos because the cream of the crop and everything else. So I'm all for this. So I'm more looking forward to what we get when we face this We'll, we'll, see, tough, we'll see what kind of uh, uh, what kind of fight we get from Keith Thurman, and we still got a few weeks before that happens. We got to get out of here shortly. Again, you've been hearing the multiple voices of uh, Marquise John, senior writer, BigFightWeekend.com, and also Abe Gonzalez, our guest from NewYorkFights.com. Abe, let me ask you one more about uh, anything else that we didn't cover here on the podcast that you want to say about 2021 as we put it to bed. And we get ready now to, to this weekend, head into a new year starting on Saturday, 2022. Anything else? I think uh, I want to end it with uh, the promoters, the boxing business. I think they got the hint. The fans want to see the marquee matchups. And I think that we're moving towards that more and more. We got some of it in 2021. And I think we're going to be trending in the right direction in 2022 with that, with that same uh, theme. Let's hope so. We got an excellent Crawford-Porter fight at the end of the year along those lines where it needed to be made, and we needed to see him with somebody in there. Marquise, any final thought from you here before we get out of here and put 2021 to bed one time, uh, one more time here? Yeah, this was a good year for boxing, guys. Just in, just in general, and we had some disasters and some delays and a lot of things in between all of this, but at the end of the day, up and down the year, this was a real solid year of fights, and I'm hoping they do the same thing for next year as well, despite everything going on currently. But I really think it's going to be a good year for it as well, and I'm looking forward to the matchups. And also, TJ, I want to end on this as well because it's, it's the weirdest thing as well. Football is still king in this country, the United States, and Fox had that card, card on Saturday uh, with uh, Vio Mill and Nikki with the, uh, the with the largest attendance uh, on viewership in history for it. But which which I thought was interesting, guys. But boxing at some point in 2022 if they're going to continue to, to tag along on any sport they lead in with these programming whether it be the nfl alabama sec football whatever it may be promote it a little better to give you a good example guys i'm, I'm not enough my florida math in colorado here is sketchy but there's 29 million people that watched that browns packers game before this ppc fox card showed up three million left the remotes on tv there's that where everybody go so they need to figure that out for right. some point next year <laughs> 
<laughs> well, at least they had that many eyeballs on the PBC show, and we'll see uh, what kind of uh, big-time fights will draw in bigger numbers. Canelo numbers. Alvarez certainly was drawing in bigger numbers with what he had. Tyson Fury has that capability, whether the fight's here or in the U.K. We will find out with those biggest names. Uh, and I'm intrigued by the lightweights. By the way, we didn't mention George Cambosis' yeah. upset. We had to wait all the way till the end of the year with Cambosis upsetting Teofimo Lopez. That that definitely needs to get some consideration for fight of the year for sure for the upset. And then who does Cambosis fight? Is it in Australia? Is it Devin Haney? Is it Lomachenko? Is it eventually a rematch with Teofimo Lopez down the road? All intriguing questions at lightweight at 135. Uh, we will see. Listen, we've come to the end here of the Big Fight Weekend podcast. Abe Gonzalez, plug away on where we find you on social media. We can find him at abeg 718 uh, to find Abe on Twitter. Uh, where else can we find you? Can we read you? And what do you have right now on the docket where the fans can go read it and see it? All right. You can uh, visit the website, nyfights.com. I have a, a story that I posted last week. Uh, it was an exclusive with Gary Russell Jr. A very fascinating story uh, with him and uh, his, the, the brother that, that died last year and him looking after his kids. Um, you know, his father being in the hospital, him tra in training himself for this Magasayo fight in January, all interesting stuff. So was, all that was packaged in that article. Go check that out. And uh, I appreciate it. Like always, TJ, um, thank you for having me. He does a great job. And thank you for your service to our country as a Marine uh, as well. Go check it out. NYFights.com. Michael Woods' site. Michael and Abe do a great job and all the guys that help him out there. Marquise Johns, anything in closing before we get out of here on the podcast? One last time in 2021. Yeah, TJ, just BigFightWeekend.com. Just keep an eye on the website. Keep an eye on it as well on Twitter for all your things, boxing news, past, present, future. We'll keep an eye on everything going on this weekend with this this pay-per-view uh, is Saturday in Hollywood while everyone's watching the Rose Bowl. But in, in the meantime, I'm uh, looking forward to seeing that and just pretty much more fights and better fights in 2022. Let's hope so. Let's hope that that is the case. My thanks again to Sean Green, Ryan Kramer, everybody with the Sports Gambling Podcast, the Sports Gambling Podcast Network of Shows. Love uh, their help in promoting us through their site, uh, through all of their stuff. Thank you again for a great 2021. Again, we say this, Abe and, and Marquise, to the audience, by the thousands and thousands and thousands, they've been finding us through the Big Fight Weekend podcast. Keep it up. Keep sharing us out. Keep listening as the fights are rolling on. We're usually in the preview mode here every week, Friday, usually by midday, and it worked out well here for right now uh, for the New Year's weekend. For now, we are done and good. For our guest, Abe Gonzalez, for Marquise Johns, I'm merely TJ Reeves. Happy New Year, everybody. We're back in 2022 next week with more on the sweet science. It's the Big Fight Weekend Podcast. Bye.